Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Night Shadows. I'm Stuart Best. Where the paranormal is normal. Where that which you thought you knew, you didn't. And where the future can be known, if you know exactly where to look. Well, good evening, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. We've got Larry down there in the Southland. Hi, Larry. Hey, Stuart. Why don't we start off with what you have found about this, uh, well, it's actually part of the Ukraine uh, crisis. It just keeps expanding, more and more threats. What's going on? What's the latest? Well, the latest one is from Hal Turner, Covert Alert, uh, says warnings says Lithuania will cease to exist. And the data behind it says this. Covert intel from inside Russia, new plans found in Russia by, Lithu- by the Lithuanian blockade of Kaliningrad, Russia, says according to intel, Lithuania will simply cease to exist as a country. Russia will then give what's left of Lithuania to Belarus. says uh, the plan basically mm-hmm. says if Lithuania invokes Article 5 of NATO treaty, NATO countries will be struck with a Russian first strike. Wow. So we're talking uh, major nuclear war, obviously. Um, So this is expanding ever so slowly, widening ever so slowly in in that sense. And uh, is there any reply from Lithuania or NATO that you know of? Well, they can't reply till they hear back from Biden. He's running the show, you know. Yeah, that's right. Where is he now? I mean, obviously I, he's off planet in in his mind, but <laughs> well, he's he's basically been over in Europe uh, lambasting America and the American people and a Supreme Court that didn't rule his way on abortion. So there you are. Yep. Well, he's doing what Obama used to do. You know, apologize and bash this country and the people in it. Uh, this is all part of the uh, world reset that uh, Klaus Schwab and his cronies want. And uh, it's just going to get really nasty, folks, because they're not going to be stopped. In fact, it was Klaus Schwab that said, look, we can do this anytime we want. And nobody can stop us. And basically, the Bible would agree with that except maybe uh, the Lord can intervene. But they don't recognize any God factor. When it, <laughs> uh, that's where they're very, very deceived. But it all has to play out. Uh, you got a strange one here that you sent me, Larry, and I think we should talk about it, a report that describes encounters with black-eyed kids and other strange civilians while shopping in a local grocery store in Dulce, New Mexico. Very bizarre account. I'm only going to read a little bit of it, but I'd like you to comment on this. My father and I were in Dulce, New Mexico one day. I've lived in New Mexico since 2000, but never been to this town, despite it having quite the history of cattle mutilations, etc., As we were inside the grocery store, there were two very strange-looking teens wandering around, almost like brother and sister. little boy was about 11 and had his hair slicked like alfalfa from the little rascals, and the teen girl was wearing dark black sunglasses indoors the whole time. Uh, Dulce, New Mexico, isn't that where the, the dumb... Uh, you know the uh, deep underground stuff is, and and where people have reported uh, even a, uh, I think there was a war there between the uh, aliens and our special forces. If I'm right, is that correct? Well, that is correct, and that's the location. Remember, Standeo talked about so much about certain levels under that 
was basically all under the control of of an alien force. Oh. Well, maybe that's what they were seeing. Uh, I know uh, Patty said that she was out walking one day, and two kids, uh, well, again, it was a, a girl and a boy, and uh, she said that she was told by the Lord not to look uh, not to look them right in the eye, but she said they had black eyes, and um, they tried to talk to her, and she was uh, kind of running past them, and uh, when she looked back, they disappeared, they'd vanished, like out of thin air. Kind of interesting this kind of stuff, and folks, you're going to see an awful lot more of this kind of thing. And uh, well, yeah, go ahead, Larry. Well, Charles Hall, if, if people remember who he is, he was the weatherman with the U.S. Air Force that was used in an experiment uh, out in the Four Corners region out by Nevada, uh, That some of the Air, Air Force base out there where they had brought the, uh, the uh, what do you call the tall whites in, and they would come in in their craft, which resembled, uh, I guess you could say, train locomotives, basically, uh, the diesel locomotives, I mean, in shape. And mm-hmm. there was a lot of them, and they actually had a base there with the Americans. Of course, the American, most of the American people couldn't go da- go around their base, but they said that uh, the tall whites had created hybrids that looked so human that uh, sometimes they took them into Las Vegas and let them go in the casinos and play and experiment interaction with uh, humans. So this has been going on a while, Stuart. Yeah. Yeah, I want to read uh, just a little scripture here. 2 Thessalonians 2, 7 through 13. For the mystery of iniquity does already work. Only he who now letteth will let until he be taken out of the way. And then shall that wicked be revealed whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Even him whose coming, arrival, is after the working of Satan, with all power and signs and lying wonders. Now in Revelation 12 we find the great red dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world, He was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. That's an arrival, folks. You're going to look up, and you're going to see this happen. And with all the, and now I'm going back to Thessalonians, verse 10, and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they received not the love of the truth, that they might be saved. And for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie, that they all might be damned who believed not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Now, that's kind of interesting in view. Uh, I, I got an email, and I'm only going to read a little bit of it. Uh, uh, Linda Moulton Hell just came out with a, a, a report. I want to just dig into it a little bit. But this is an email I got from a friend. Our president's, he has inside information, has been dealing with the other side for decades. They are contacting the other side. Now, I had, a, as I've told you previously, I uh, was good friends with a military commander, Navy commander, and uh, he knew all about the arrival of and the uh, treaties that were being made with uh, the aliens. Uh, Anyway, Linda Moulton Hell, Project Aquarius, top secret MJ-12 ORCON, funded by CIA to study UFO IAC sightings and contacts with alien life forms. Now, uh, you might wonder about MJ-12, top secret MJ-12. It's real. And I know that because John Lear, I'm not sure if he's still alive or whether he died, but John was an insider, and he's one of the ones that uh, broke the story about Bob Lazar 
out in Area 51, and most people just poo-pooed all of it. Well, now we have absolute proof he was telling the truth the whole time. But anyway, um, this MJ-12, um, John Lear's um, dad was the one who, of uh, Learchip fame. But anyway, John, I interviewed John and talked with John a number of times, and, and uh, he said that he didn't know about MJ-12, you know, whether that was true or not. And so he asked his mom, who was good friends with uh, one of the top military guys, and uh, asked, he asked his mom, could you just ask him if uh, MJ-12 is real? And event- she didn't want to, but eventually she did. I, I wish I could remember who it was. But he was one of the MJ-12 members, actually. And uh, what's interesting about it is he, uh, when his mother asked this guy about MJ-12 and whether it was real, he said, yes, it is real. And that's all I'm going to say. So th- this MJ-12 group, this working group, is very, very important because this is part of the of the strong delusion of Cephalonians, they don't realize who they're working with. Anyway, it, it, I'm just going to read a few excerpts. Larry, break in anywhere. Uh, I was learned. It was learned rather. The aliens, one of them that they picked up, came from a planet in Zeta Reticuli star system, approximately 40 light years from Earth. Now, that's exactly what Bob Lazar confirmed when he was working on anti-gravity and backwards engineering, uh, one of the craft that they had gotten a hold of. And he said they were told that it was from Zeta Reticuli. And then on June 6th, since World War II, there have been thousands of reports around the world from humans who have described encounters with and abductions by non-human entities that use special craft and beam technologies to transport humans to and from spacecraft. Sometimes humans even report traveling, they claim anyway, to other star systems beyond our solar system. Like. That's kind of interesting. You may remember the case of Betty and Barney Hill. That happened way back in uh, September of 1961, where Betty and Barney were driving through the White Mountains of New Hampshire when the couple saw a strange, large craft hovering over trees along the side of the road. Barney stopped the car, got his binoculars out, stepped out, onto the road and to focus and look at this aerial craft. He could see an alien face staring at him from one of the craft's windows. And later, Betty would sketch this gray being with large black lens eyes as the leader of the craft where Betty found herself alone with the being and did not know where Barney was. Uh, they had been separated. Now, the map that she drew, that this uh, leader of this craft showed them, guess what? Zeta Reticuli is their main base. And then they had other areas where they traveled. Uh, and I remember, I think it was Stephen Greer, Dr. Greer, who said, we now have the means to... Uh, travel much faster than the speed of light. And also uh, Ben Rich, who worked at uh, uh, Skunk Works, said, we now have the means to send E.T. home. So, it's you know, I know people just roll their eyes, but what I'm bringing this up for is it's true. And you're probably going to be facing these entities. And they're not going to be ethereal beings like ghosts or, uh, I don't know what you could call them. They are going to be fully 
material beings that you're going to be looking at, maybe even through your front door. Larry, you had an incident very similar to that, right, if I recall? Oh, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, I had, um, uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I had uh, one night, it, it was really a strange thing. I was living near Broken Bow, Oklahoma, and I was woke up in the middle of the night and went after the front door, and there was a gray standing there. And the gray told me right up front, uh, said, uh, you know that I can't come in unless you invite me, don't you? And I said, I, yes, I know that, and shut the door. Went back to bed. <laughs> but, that, uh, you know, things, you know, there's some strange things go on. Oh, very strange things. And uh, they have, uh, I got one of their training manuals about extraterrestrial biological entities and the retrieval operations of their craft and bodies, dead or alive. I've got the actual manual. So this is all true. And I've gotten this kind of stuff from people that absolutely trust, have no reason to lie about any of it. And uh, anyway, she has released this uh, top-secret manual. Uh, it's, a, it's not that one I'm talking about. This is another one and uh, from Project Aquarius. And uh, there are so many projects I could spend hours just, <laughs> you know, releasing their names. Uh, but anyway, the uh, Orcon project of Majestic 12 was a top-secret originator controlled, and uh, the project was originally established in 1953 by order of President Eisenhower under the control of the National Security Council and MJ-12. And uh, then they, from Project Gleam, they went to a Project Aquarius. They have tons and tons and tons of proof of visitations. The point I'm trying to make, folks, these are not who they claim to be. These are fallen angels. These are not extraterrestrials. The Bible clearly says they are posing as extraterrestrials from other star systems like Zeta Reticuli or the Pleiades or what's some of the other ones, Larry, they claim they come from. Sirius is another one. Sirius, the uh, dog star. Um, Orion. Like, yep, there's another one, the, uh, the Orion people. Anyway, in late 1949, another alien aircraft crashed in the United States and was recovered partially intact by the military. One alien of extraterrestrial origin survived the crash. The surviving alien was male and called itself EBE, extraterrestrial, I guess, biological entity. Uh, the alien was thoroughly interrogated by military intelligence personnel at a base in New Mexico. The alien's language was translated by means of pictographs. It was learned that the alien came from a planet in the Zeta Reticuli star system uh, 40 light years from Earth. EBE lived until June 18, 1952, and he died from an unexplained illness. Uh, while he was alive, he provided valuable information regarding space technology, origins of the universe, and exobiological matters. Now, this is very, very interesting simply because this is what Noise says, that near-do-well uh, Charmin lady in... Um, in the book Phoenix Rising, she claims that the aliens are going to come and prove that the Bible is a hoax. It's not true. And uh, that first man, first woman is just a made-up hoax, basically. Uh, Antichrist to the core. That's the whole prog This is what this is all about. 
This is the strong delusion I read to you in Thessalonians. This thing is going to be so effective, very few people are going to escape it because they're going to be material entities. Like Larry opens the door and here's this material creature looking at him. This is what they can do. They're shapeshifters. They can take on any form they want. And, in fact, Red Elk said some of the Bigfoot sightings are actually extraterrestrial or interdimensional in that concept. What do you think, Larry, about all this? Oh, yeah. Um, and we're getting there. Uh, oddly oh, enough, boy, are we. <laughs> yeah, oddly enough, this all seems to be tied in with the destroyer, of course, uh, which is something you can't talk about, in, especially in America anymore. Uh, that's a, uh, a matter of fact, uh, most of the people that's been talking over the years about the destroyer or Planet X or Nemesis or whatever, you know, they've all uh, vanished or shut up. Yes. Uh, if you want to learn a lot about the Destroyer, there is a book. In fact, there are a number of books about it, but one of the better ones that puts it kind of in perspective is called the Colburn Bible. And uh, Marshall Masters has uh, collected all the, the very, very ancient manuscripts. And uh, he talks a lot about the destroyer. And we are watching, by the way, we are watching now all the preliminary earth activities, earth changes, solar changes, are all part of this destroyer approaching. Anyway, um, here's what's interesting. MJ-12 decided that an independent scientific study of the UFO phenomena would be needed to satisfy public curiosity. The final official study of the UFO phenomenon was accomplished by the University of Colorado under Air Force contract. The study concluded that sufficient data did not exist that would indicate UFO threatened the security of the United States final conclusion satisfied the government allowed the Air Force to officially step out of the UFO investigating business, which, of course, they did not. That's just what they said they were going to do. Uh, but anyway, uh, now we have what is known as the Acclamation Project. And this is a part of the MJ-12 operations that they wanted to uh, open up enough, and we watched the congressional hearings, remember, and we've seen all the Navy tic-tac uh, UFOs and uh, all of that. Well, that's all part of the acclimation project because the arrival is coming very, very near at hand now, and uh, it's going to fool. That's what Thessalonians says. What's the very basis of this? It's evolution. The Bible teaches creation, not evolution. What, what people are calling evolution, what the scientists are calling as evolution, is not evolution at all. The species of each family are endowed with DNA that allows them to adapt to the environment. It's adaptation, not evolution. When the environment gets too great for the the family species, whatever it is, giraffe or whatever, it doesn't matter who it is or what it is, uh, when it reaches that point, it dies off. And what we're watching right now is a massive die-off of all kinds of things. And uh, anyway, uh, I just wanted to bring you um, the, the latest that she has laid out, and the acclimation project is to condition humanity that we are not alone, and also that we were created by very advanced extraterrestrials, and they're going to come back and visit us, and they're going to help us uh, reach up the evolutionary ladder. That's what This is what Noise was talking about. It's all fake. 
but I, I'm, I really believe 90% of humanity is going to embrace it. And the only way you're not going to embrace it is if you're protected by Jesus Christ himself. So anyway, uh, I just thought that was kind of interesting. We should spend some time on it sometime. There's an awful lot to this. And uh, well, very, very important. Yeah, go ahead, Lauren. Yeah, inter- interestingly, uh is is the fact that I've, I've been watching a number of these uh, ge- geoengineering project uh, videos, and uh, most of the die-offs, if you want to call it that, over the num- last number of years of different creatures, and and matter of fact, uh, humanity's having a problem breathing on the planet themselves, but they've been terraforming through chemtrails this... Uh, you know, whatever environment that they're planning that's not particularly human. Absolutely. Uh, folks, if you haven't seen the movie, the I think it's called The Arrival, right, Larry? Where they terraformed. Yeah. I think, yeah, it's called, I can't remember who was the star in that. Uh, but anyway, you, everybody should watch that. It's got a whole lot more truth in it than people realize a whole lot more truth than people realize. Anyway, um, switching news, uh, truly biblical swarms of giant cannibalistic Mormon crickets strike from Montana to Nevada. Now, we already got problems, right, with with uh, crops, bad weather, uh, all of that. Now we have a truly biblical swarm coming across the country. Uh, what do you think, Larry? I mean, this, this all seems like judgment to me from the Lord. It's just coming one thing after another, perfect storm. Well, it's uh, and it's also coming at the very same time that we're not going to have a lot of crops. Yeah. Exactly. What did you want to bring to the table tonight? Well, I was going to uh, mention something. Um, it was very interesting, you know, uh, the war room this morning. Peter Navarro was sitting in for uh, uh, Steve Bannon, who's defending himself, you know, against the that illustrious yes. January the 6th committee. And uh, so anyway, Peter Navarro come out with this comment. Very, I thought it really it was interesting. He said from the beginning of Trump, of course, he was there. It's not like he wasn't there. But he said from the beginning of Trump, bad actors were appointed to staff immediately, and their entire agenda was anti-Trump, so you just can't win that way. He said falsehood claims were everywhere, and uh, he also added that Mark Meadows brought in deep state actors, and they hated Trump from the beginning. And he said uh, this basically, that everything in Washington, D.C. is deep state. You can't go to Washington, D.C. and do anything right. Oh, absolutely. Deep state's taken over. We're in the middle of a communist revolution because deep state is headed in that direction. It's a, it's kind of a mixture. If you go into the Bible, it talks about this creature having the feet of a bear. That's Russian communism. It's the body of a leopard. That's fascism. And then it has the head of a lion, a Fabian socialism. It's a combination beast, but predominantly it is communist right to its core. And uh, very, very dangerous, because when the communists finally come to power, they kill everybody that doesn't agree with them. And they send you away to uh, concentration camps. Uh, You might be in America. You get captured. You could find yourself in in a mine in China or North Korea, because by that time they have total power, and uh, they're going to make slaves out of everybody that they don't kill so you know the american people still sitting here twiddling their thumbs da 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 nothing's happening nothing's happening can't happen here 
And uh, they're going to find out the hard way with a midnight knock at the door, 3 o'clock morning knock on the door. The wife is taken, the husband is taken, and the uh, children are taken, if not slaughtered, in front of uh, the family. This is the way they work. All you got to do is do your research on what communism is and what it does. It is demonic. It is satanic to its very, very core. Klaus Schwab is a demonic. He's a communist. These people are all working together. And unfortunately, they don't realize they're done for. They're dead men walking. In fact, um, somebody, I don't know, talk to the Lord about um, uh, Harari, who's numbered a very high-level, I guess you could say, uh, advisor to Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum and was, I think, talking to the Lord about it. And the Lord said, from hell he came and to hell he goes. He's got a, he's, he's, he's work, God is working a program. But most of these people are, they're, they're uh, what's the word, Larry? Um, not occupied. Um I'm dropping the word. Possessed. Uh, yeah. They're demonically possessed. And um, they do a lot of damage, folks. Do a lot of damage. They wouldn't be able to here unless apostasy was in full swing here in America. They couldn't do it. But because apostasy, even our church leaders, I hate to call them that, but that's what they they are, basically, are so apostate. It's incredible. Anyway, here's something that I, somebody sent. When tyrants speak, we should listen. Putin said he was going to take Ukraine, and he is. China said, we're going to take Hong Kong, and they did. China says, they're going to take Taiwan next, and we should be ready for that. I thought that was pretty uh, pretty good advice. Okay, here's something from the World Economic Forum. For all you older folks out there, you dinosaurs, uh, deplorables now because you're old, the World Economic Forum is now suggesting that seniors should off themselves, that means kill themselves, suicide themselves, for the children. This is the World Economic Forum. It doesn't surprise me at all, because when you listen to people like Harari, they are completely satanic in their viewpoints and what they're saying. And here's another one from the World Economic Forum. Old people, like myself and dinosaurs, relics, (laughs) old people live too long. And this is a risk for the global community. So, folks, you better order your uh, Soylent Green pills and get ready for the Soylent Green factories. (laughs) This is what they want to do. And because nobody believes it, guess what? They will do it. Anyway... Uh, USA unveils a plan for post-Putin Russia to collapse it into smaller states. The U.S. Government Commission on Security and Cooperation in Europe, also known as the Helsinki Commission, prepared a plan to petition Russia into several independent smaller states. The commission has recently been briefing people on the decolonization of Russia. Now, what do you think Putin's going to do about that? (laughs) What would be your guess, Larry? Oh, my guess is that Putin's not fooled by that commission, and he's not fooled about this New World Order's plans for Russia. So, with that being said... What I'm watching Putin doing, if you will, 
it looks like to me that Putin is literally copying the Samson option of Israel. Yes. Yep. Yep. Folks, we're we're going into a nuclear war. We are. It's right there in the Bible. And America is the first nation that goes in this exchange, which makes total sense from a military perspective from Russia. Because Russia would be the one that would aid Israel. So when Russia goes down upon the mountains of Israel, the first big nation they're going to take out is us. Now, I know we've heard stuff where they're saying, well, they're going to take out, you know, a good share of Europe. But they'll probably do it all at the same time. They'd be stupid not to. If you're going to, if you're going to watch uh, Satan 1s and Satan 2s, then you might as well push the button on all of it, because if you don't, you're not going to survive yourself. And there have been some more rumbles, haven't there, coming out of Russia? I think, uh, what's his name? Uh, I can't think of it right now. Not Putin, but his sidekick. Medvedev. Medvedev. Hasn't he been issuing some rather dire threats? Well, he has. He's been telling uh, basically NATO that we know where you're coming from. We know what you're doing. We know what your plans are. And you're simply not going to win. And if you'll remember when this all started, um, uh, remember how Putin told everybody, said, uh, what we're going to do, there will be no winners. Yes. I do remember, too, maybe two, three years ago, Putin was talking to a whole bunch of the press. And he said, that you guys are treating World War III kind of nonchalant. He says, I wouldn't do that if I were you. He said, World War III is inevitable. It's coming. I cannot stop it. Barack Hussein Obama said the same thing. World War III is coming. I cannot stop it. Now, what do they know that we don't? Well, first of all, they probably understand what the Bible says, but they probably also understand what the global deep state plans are. And one of the big plans, of course, is to the Georgia Guidestones, depopulate the world, get rid of about 7 billion people. Is That's their plan. How they do it, well, they started out with the COVID jab, which, by the way, is now going down to six-month-old babies, and they want to do it from birth. They want to just kill these people. They want to kill the kids. And China's behind all this, a great red dragon. We had the star sign. Now we're watching the great red dragon, China, rise up via the U.N. It's all there. Uh, what else you got, Larry? Well, I, I thought I'd pass on some information like, because of certain reasons, I, and you know what they are. I can't divulge uh, sources or even validate the information, but I re- did receive information that when you come into the country now that uh, those airports already have Chinese facial type of uh, identification that's going on and operating right now. Basically, Stuart, the Chinese system is already in operation in America, and Americans are still scratching their heads. Yeah, it's amazing. And uh, these Chinese uh, facial systems and all that are going to be used for the New World Order uh, social credit system. And, uh, of course, China's a dictatorship, so they can do all that kind of stuff over there, and then they can introduce it uh, to other nations. And China is going to wreak havoc <laughs> upon the... Well, it's... it's Go what ahead. The, what the, yeah, what's interesting, and I'd like you to answer this question, because you said China is a dictatorship, so they can use this stuff over there. So if we see this stuff operating in America, what does this say about America? <laughs> well, we can't go there. We don't want to talk about that. <laughs> We've been a dictatorship for quite a while. In fact, we're coming up on July 4th, people. 
I wrote a blog, and I'm going to repost it for July 4th. Why are we celebrating Independence Day? Because we are not independent in America. The American people are literally slaves to a system that they don't even know exists. But anyway, here's another headline, Larry, and this is interesting because it dovetails into Cliff High's sun disease. Surprise solar storm with disruptive potential slams into the earth. Experts were initially unsure what caused the freak geomagnetic event. The unexpected solar storm coincided with the peak of an extremely rare five-planet alignment, Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, and Saturn, all lined up in the sky in the order of their proximity to the sun. It does not happen very often. It happened 18 years ago, and it will happen 18 years from now. But I thought that was kind of interesting because there has also been, as I understand, kind of an uptake or uptick of earthquake activity, which was well, what we should. Been, uh, the, the Middle East are experiencing some today in Dubai and other areas. And, and of course, uh, how would you know that? I mean, you almost have to be a follower of earthquake activity or seismic activity, even have the data because your news no longer warns you of anything except, well, uh, let's not melt the snowflakes and not let's use the wrong pronouns. How's that for America? <laughs> yeah. Well, when when our General Milley walks around in a dress and red high heels shoes, you got a problem anyway. Um, that's what they're concerned with. They're not concerned <laughs> It's so it's funny. It's sad, but it's really kind of funny. But what was interesting to me was uh, this uh, disruptive storm. There's a warning. Now, also interesting was that the moon went up through and kissed each of the planets. That's all done now. We're in July 1st, and I think it disintegrated right around the 30th and the 1st. This, um, so it's no longer such a rare planetary event. However, uh, they are still on the same side, and they will be for quite a while. And so I would expect that we will see earthquakes. And speaking of earthquakes, I think it's South Carolina or North Carolina has got a swarm going. And, south. Um, right? South, yeah, South Carolina. So, south Carolina? I guess it hasn't done a lot of damage yet, but nobody really knows why that area is being hit. I've heard all kinds of rumors, like perhaps they're tunneling uh, with their nuclear tunnels, tunnel machines, or they are doing something under there. Anyway, I just thought people should know that. And um, what else you got, Larry? Well, it's I... Yeah, here's one from uh, Glenda Lomax. This came out. I had a strange dream the other night. It really it wasn't a fun dream at all. It was really sad and kind of scary. And in that dream, and this happened uh, last Monday, actually, uh, I, I, I dreamed, though, that I was in a very dark place, and it seemed like, you know, America somewhere, but it was I was in a very dark place, a lot of darks, uh, I was amongst lots of witches and serial killers, if you can imagine a dream like that. And I was having to, instead of fighting them, because I, I was I was observing them, I, I could see the serial killers with the, their knives in, hidden in their sleeves or carrying them in their back. You know, they were carrying knives with them, and the witches were making their spells and, and doing all of that kind of thing. And... and uh, the, basically, my direction was to evade them. And so during the dream, I went amongst all of these folks and even, you know, around their traps, and they had laid traps and all kind of stuff, and I was making my way out of that dark area and getting out of there. And so anyway, when I woke up, I thought, wow, that's a humdinger of a, you know, I, I, that's not good at all. I don't like a bit of that. 
But then, oddly enough, I told Augusto about it uh, that same day because we had a uh, conversation beyond the veil. And anyway, oddly enough, June the 29th, a couple of days ago, uh, after, about three or four days after I'd had this dream, Glenda Lomax dropped a traps set word, and I'll read that word. And, and I don't know that it'll do a lot of good because, Stuart, you mentioned earlier the church, who's pretty much apostate and... <laughs> And I don't, I don't know how to spiritually warn the church because you can't warn somebody spiritually, spiritually that's not spiritual, okay? Yes, right. <clears throat> so anyway, but I'll read it anyway because there are people out there that listen to the show that know what I'm talking about, and they're prayer warriors and, and uh, you know, intercessors, and those kind would need to hear this. This is what she says, and I'm reading it verbatim. She said, the enemy of your souls has set many traps in this time for each of you. He seeks to lead you into ruin, discredit your witness, and to destroy all you own. The enemy has planned ugly sins, wrong associations, and harsh confrontations for you in this time. And when I read that, Stuart, it was almost compatible with that strange, odd foreboding dream that I had where I was trying to evade all these traps and spells that had been laid and set for me. And and so I'm basically telling God's people that, well, has one eye and a half sent spiritually, you better be watching out spiritually too, because when the enemy comes for you, some of it will be spiritual, but from what I read about hers, a lot of this will be, it could be coming from your own government. You need to be wary about where you are and aware of what's around you at all times. Yeah, and probably aware of who you're dealing with. Going to be a lot of betrayals, too. Yeah. Uh, it's very, very fascinating how the enemy does work. And examine yourselves. And, uh, you know, don't hide a sin from the Lord. Reveal it. Just tell him, look, this is what I'm into, and I, can't, I, I want to get out. Uh, Jesus said, you can do nothing without me and uh, if you got a problem in the flesh take it to the lord that's what he said bring it to me i'll deal with it and uh, so many people don't take the authority of jesus christ either when they're dealing with uh, poltergeist activity in a house or how to cleanse a house uh, sometimes these houses really get kind of bizarre. Uh, a long time ago, I got involved in uh, cleansing a house where the, the guy was beside himself. Dishes were being thrown around and all that sort of thing, poltergeist activity. Well, you go in there and you clean it out in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And you try and figure out what got entrance in the first place or how it got entrance in the first place. Larry's been through all that. Uh, you, yeah, you, and, you don't really realize the power of Satan, but my Lord, Jesus has a million times more power than Satan does. And we just don't exercise that authority. It's not us. It's not our strength. It's his strength. And it deals the same thing as a cop on an interstate. All he has to do is have his uniform on have his police lights on or his badge, and he throws up his hand, and the whole interstate comes to a screeching halt. Now, if he went out there in his civvies, he'd been run over. It's the authority of the uniform that stops the traffic. It's no different than the authority of Jesus Christ stopping all of this activity. Yeah, Larry, go ahead. Yeah, You've I was going to say, oddly enough, <laughs> and, and you probably remember the guy that wrote the the book, you know, he was from Texas, Galveston, Texas. And he, the Lord sent him to Missouri. And anyway, uh, he wrote the book that had in it that God was going to sweep America with a broom of fire. And his name was John Marlowe. And he went one notch up one time on the Lord gave him a commission and said, I want you to go to this church and I want you to clean it up. And so he went to that church, and he, and he he was backstabbed, and well, he was done almost like Crump was done. Basically, everybody wanted him gone, and they they were doing everything to stop him. And 
he finally reached the point after he couldn't run all of them off. Some of them just wasn't going. And he said, Lord, I can't do it. And the Lord said, I told you to clean this up. And so what he did, and he told me this story himself. I, I know he's telling the truth. He bought that church building and the property. He burnt that church to the ground, and he bulldozed that property, and he told the Lord, that's the best I could do, Lord, but I did clean it up. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> well, that's what you have to do, folks. you got to stand on the Lord. Uh, you know, the power is just immense, and we don't partake of it. Let's be honest. None of us really partake of that full power. We're in the flesh, and we get weak in the flesh, but you can always... Go to the Lord, and uh, anybody that's dealt with deliverance uh, ministries and or has partaken in deliverance, which I have. I don't like to do it. It's not my ministry, but uh, I've had several instances where you had to do it. And uh, I know you have too, Larry, right? You've had deliverance systems. Oh, I've. I actually had more than I wanted numbers of years ago. I used to do a lot of that, and and I didn't like it at all. Matter of fact, I never looked for it or searched for it. It was thrust upon me for me to even do, deal with it because I hate that kind of stuff. But it's got to be done. And um, here's something I want your opinion on, kind of interesting. ZeroHedge.com put this out today, and we're watching the gasoline prices really go up. And if you'll remember, uh, Biden was standing in Europe, chewing out the American mm-hmm. people and told the American people, you're going to have to pay these high prices till we get this done. And remember, everybody's saying when he says get this done, he means to go totally green no matter what it costs, no matter if it breaks the country. But listen to this. His zero hedge came out today, says White House is quietly preparing for $200 oil shock and how to distract Americans while preparing for the worst in history translation of above message equates into ten dollar plus gasoline for america and Stuart, remember steve quails years ago said he had that dream yep yep this is the way you shut down a nation uh most people are already in bad bad shape i was talking to one of these uh, food pantry people and they're in trouble they're in trouble because of food shortages and stuff that they, you know, it's all engineered. But anyway, to go with what you just said, here's a headline. High gas prices worth it for future of liberal world order. White House economics advisor tells CNN. They're coming out right in the open, right in your face now. They... No, they have it made. They know they cannot be stopped. The only one that's going to stop all this is Jesus Christ himself. Who could make war with the beast? Well, there's only one name under the heavens that can not only make war with the beast, but totally destroy the beast. His name is Jesus Christ. And the world people are going to find it out the hard way. As I mentioned once before, Jesus Christ came into this matrix with an offer of salvation. He said, you're in a prison house. You don't even know it. You're blind as a bat. You can't see. You're spiritually walking in total darkness, and you don't know it. Well, he offered the way out. And everybody said, no, I don't think so. So... You can't really, um, the people of the world and the leaders of the world have only themselves to blame for all this stuff that's now coming upon us. Uh, And here's another one, mask off, White House scrambles to downplay liberal world order comment. See, they don't, they're opening, how do I word this? They come right out in the open, and then they turn around and say, well, no, that we didn't really, he didn't mean that. He misspoke. No, he didn't. This is World Economic Forum's New World Order. And they're, they're going to use a great reset. The economy is going to fail. Cash will be made a criminal act 
to pay anything in cash. They'll probably just have you turn it in. I believe they're going to confiscate gold and silver. When they introduce this communist China social credit system digital wallet, this is how this is all going to work. They're going to make it all digital. Anyway, here's another interesting one, Larry, of what we've been talking about. 25% of all Americans open to taking up arms against the government. What do you think of that one? Well, I don't find that in error at all, actually. Um, matter of fact, <laughs> Anton Johansson said we're going to a second civil war, and there actually is a lot of, you know, I sent you something uh, from uh, uh, a number, well, actually Monkey Works and others. There's a lot of this uh Illusion or alluding to another civil war—it's—it's it's everywhere. But people aren't hearing it. The American people don't realize their country's broke beyond repair. It is completely broken too already. The American people, for some reason, think there's some kind of guerrilla guru or something out there that can put this monkey back together. Yeah, I don't—I don't understand the blindness, but I guess it's part of what the Lord says. I'll pick their delusions. And that's got to be one of them. <laughs> you know, don't recognize anything that's going on around you. Uh, when Jesus said to watch, what I say unto you, he said, I say unto all, watch. Uh, that means to be alert, to know what's going on all around you. Yeah, once you start doing that, it almost is is kind of fun to see how all these people are trying pull the wool over the eyes of the people, they're very successful at it because those people aren't watching. If they were, and as part of apostasy, of course, is the refusal of do not watch. Supreme Court, Biden can end Trump error asylum policy. What's going on there, Larry? Is this a, just opening up the border totally? What do you like mean, open it up? It's wide open now. I mean, it's it's not closed. I don't care what they say. I've seen some of the most dramatic footage and filmage uh, on the war room the last few weeks you could ever see. And Biden has, even though a judge ordered him to follow this policy, he refused. He will not listen to anybody. He's not going to be told what to do. He's opened the borders. Of course, that's biblical. And... They say now that there's hundreds of thousands moving this way, and uh, it's an invasion, but you you can't really stop it uh, without the states themselves leaving the Union and putting their own walls up and their own guns pointed that way. Yeah. Yeah. It's, It's too bad. Jeremiah said this was coming, and it's a fifth column. Basically, it's a military operation, according to the Lord. And uh, then they rise up. They come into the country, and there are all kinds of uh, weapons caches here and there and everywhere. And when the order is given, uh, they're just suddenly going to be out in the open. Here's another one. Airline pilots, this is for all you people that think you're going to be flying and for July 4th. You might want to reconsider. Airline pilot shortage. Many flights canceled every day. July 4th could be a nightmare of travel. What's your latest you want to bring up, Larry, before we run out? Well, I just wanted to say that, you know, I I think the biggest delusion in America is celebrating July the 4th when we have no (laughs) independence of any kind, period. Yes. Actually, the American people should refuse to celebrate July 4th and uh, just not have anything to do with it. Anyway, it's too bad. Uh, Here's another scare tactic. The worst version of COVID is spreading. Can we update our vaccines in time? Folks, I don't know what to say to the people that are getting these vaccines. I really don't. It's not a vaccine. It's a drug. It's designed to kill you over a period of time. That's what it's for. Georgia Guidestones. Here in, in, uh, over in England, COVID-19 hospital admissions among the older age groups continuing to rise. Well, because the jab gives it to them. 
That's why. Another headline, Michelle Obama running for president in 2024. Do you think that would be her? Anyway, Larry, thanks a lot. Take care, everyone. Heads up. Have a good holiday. Night.